Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. Not for the first button there. Hello, we weren't here last week. Um, things happened. Uh, that's it. So we've got lots of stuff to talk about this week. Um, the return of the Expanse, the final Expanse book. Keith has now got an Expanse apron. Um, <laughs> Lost in Space, set in the Expanse, uh, and some bits from the Game Awards, which we go through, which we hopefully some, put a smile on Nigel's face. Well, there'll be one in there, I'm hoping, we'll put a smile on Nigel's face. We don't know. We'll try. We'll see what happens. So, guys, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I've had a week away. I'm I'm suitably well rested. Could have done without the God knows how many hours of traffic on the way home. But apart from that, oh, all good. Nice. Yes, fair for Nice. All right. So uh, let's get on with our first thing, which is TV. So, the first episode of The Expanse's triumphant return for its last and final season on Amazon aired Friday. Uh, I watched it twice. Uh, I thought it was good. Um, did some things which I felt kind of made up for how they dealt with certain things at the end of uh, last season, shall we say. Um, so, we are, I think we're 180 days into the war with the Free Navy and Earth and Mars are kind of pinned down, shooting rocks down from the... Uh, from uh, the Free Navy being thrown at Earth. The problem is that there's rubble and shit falling to Earth and it's causing uh, a whole manner of, of, of problems where it's destroying stuff. So they're destroying the big ones, so there's no giant nuclear-sized explosions, but there are plenty of smaller explosions, um, and it's causing a headache. Um, and you get to see this with Avasaralite and Bobby as they're chatting away at the beginning. And, um, and then you've got Holden and their lot, and they are off trying to fight the free navy and trying to get all kind of cool cool stuff done um and they're uh, you know trying to do their best but they don't feel like they're winning they don't feel like they're getting anywhere and then you've got marcus naros and philip and uh, marcos is being an absolute bastard to his own people now um and um philip has having a massive how can i put it attack of conscience and a bit of ptsd all thrown into one figuring out that he is a mass murderer to which he ends the show, ends his part of the show with figuring, well, I've murdered a million people. Why don't I, don't I just murder my friend? Um, and it was good. It was so good. There's so many bits to, 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 to pick out of there. Um, there was drama I, in there. Apart from drama, it was probably the boringest bits. But, yeah. I have a question for you, though. This is only six episodes long, right? Yes. Are they covering a lot in this first episode? Because there's the, you, you only see the co, the Konia at the beginning. Um, yes. You don't see any of Marcus. Uh, what's his face? Um, um, Marcus. Duarte. No, I you do. Sorry, no. Duarte. Duarte, Duarte um, will appear episode four or three after the little. Yeah, but girls are they going to rush it? Brother gets I mean, killed. They're, they're only like forty odd minutes long. I I, I felt that it was. I really enjoyed it. There were a lot of F-bombs. There was a lot of effing and jeffing in this one, far more than oh, yeah. usual. Um, but I, I felt... I liked it. This is not a criticism. Um, 
but it felt that the pace was slow for a six episode season if that makes sense it felt like an episode in a in a 10 episode season mm-hmm. and 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 i'm worried that they're going to suddenly rush through it at the end uh, i'm just i'm just slightly concerned that because of the the coof that that we've only got that that's part of the reason because i know they did that in lost in space and we'll talk about that in a minute but I, it just felt a bit the pace didn't feel quick enough for a six episode season. And my only concern is that they're going to rush it. And I don't want them to do that. I really enjoyed the episode. I thought, um, uh, you know, Marcus Naris is a bastard and needs to die. I say, I know I say this every episode. He needs to die. Um, he needs to get the kind of fucking what's it Joffrey style death. And if he doesn't, I know he does, oh. but they have got to show that in, in graphic detail. There's, this fuck has is... got to get the, the equivalent of the arrow through the neck kind of thing. I'd just like to point out that if you look in the title sequence, if you've read the books, there's a spoiler in the fucking title yes. sequence. I know, I know. And I'm just like, um, I watched that and I went, oh, you cheeky bastards. They spoiled something, If you, but only if you, if you know what you're looking for. My, my other comment is that um, Amos showed incredible self-control with Naomi because I would have thrown something at that bitch. I'm sorry, I do not like Naomi and her little hissy fit um, in, in this episode. How Amos did not fucking lose the plot with her, uh, I do not know because Amos is not exactly a cool and calm collective guy, right? How he didn't throw his fucking spanner at her head because she fucking deserved it, um, I do right. not know. Right, hang on a second. You you have to remember that the, the the following, yeah, she is responsible for pretty much all of this, and yeah. she's feeling that responsibility. She gave the proton molecule ah. sample to Fred Johnson. She helped off helped help Marcus Naros out. Yeah, so she is feeling fucking guilty as sin, and you can. And it's great because yeah, see, you can see on her face it, that it's weighing on her. I don't know. I, maybe it's the actress. I've always found Naomi annoying. I, I have never liked Naomi. Maybe it's the actress. I do not know. Naomi in the book, I sympathize with. Naomi in the TV series is just irritating. And the way she was in this episode, I just want to know. You know, and I thought Amos was going to really lose the plot with her. And I thought, yeah, you deserve it. But he didn't. He walked away. I was like, yeah, kudos to you, Amos. You you know you've you've grown as a, a, a as a person. But why didn't you throw your spanner at the head? Because she kind of deserves it, um, you know. But and he was right. You, yeah. His words you, were right. It's like you know when she said, you know, it's like well, whoa, 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 hang on a second, Naomi. He kind of cut her down with with his. She 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 will get a chance to she will get a chance to redeem herself right towards the end. Well, she needs and you to, know this. I, I think I think this is partly because of three episodes of Naomi being stuck on the ship. It was just like dying it's, already. Yes, even the <laughs> misses. When we watched the, the recap, she went, most of that's her being stuck on that fucking spaceship. And I went, yeah. But as I said to her, I said, it's because of that whole Alex thing that ruined that series and they had to go back and everything that was Holden section was refilmed because yeah, they I should know. have been talking about all the ships going Dutchman so it doesn't seem so... Uh, just thrown in there in in this episode because that was the key plot point for the previous book. Yeah, with all I, these ships, just that's lovingly called it going Dutchman. It, it, the Phillips stuff was genuinely shocking. Him, you know, of him shooting his friend that was genuinely shocking and good drama. Um, it it, it is back. Don't get me wrong. It is back to a, a, a it, the quality it was pre the three 
you know, screwed up ending episodes of last season. Um, it, it, it's had its Me Too moment, as some people have said, and it's back to being class. I mean, the whole sort of shot of Avicerola on at the, at, you know, on Earth in the sort of nuclear winter, that was a really, really powerful scene. Um, I genuinely loved it. I've watched it twice. I love it. I want it to be a 10-episode season. I feel like I'm going to get shortchanged here. As I said, my concern is they're going to rush it at the end. Um, but by God, what an episode. We got a lot in that episode, you know, mm. especially the sort of the, the, the opening opening on the, uh, the Konya and, and seeing the, the what's-its-face. That's that was the, the repair cool. drone, yeah. Yeah, you're going to get that all that's going to be at the beginning of every episode that's the strange dogs t story and that's going to be at the beginning of every episode all the way to the end so you should meet winston duarte there and the downside is is that that sets something up for the final three books that i don't know if they're about to play out properly because the um this is, yeah i don't know what they're going to do because they said this is the final season right but it's not. In the books, it's not. And they're obviously towing the line with the book. So are they going to, at the end, surprise us going, oh, we're coming back in 10 years' time, you know? Or, oh, no, or no. They're, they've said the following. This is our final season with Amazon. That's what they've said. They haven't said this is our final season. This is our final season with Amazon, they've said. Yeah, so they're going to wait until the crew age up and then, then hopefully we'll forget about The Expanse. And then they'll go, guess what's coming back? What? The Expanse? Just like Dexter did with Dexter Newblood, where it's like, guess what's coming back? Dexter, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, I remember that. That was fantastic." Oh, apart from the bit with Naomi in spaceship, um, and that's going to be the running thing. It'll be, yeah, it was great. Apart from the bit with Naomi in spaceship, there was a lot more swearing in this. There was a lot of effing and jeffing. It, uh, it's it's because they are they're all under, under pressure. pressure. They're all feeling it. Yeah. There's a been 180 days. They've they've been doing this shit. Yeah, and and it just want, I think they just wanted to set up the fact that one. That they need to pay. They didn't really pay off Alex's death properly at the end of season five. Yeah, so they needed. They were like, "Shit, we've got to cover that." Yeah, so they covered that properly. So you got a kind of a feel that they are missing him. They are, there is problems, this, that, and the other. Um, and then the fact that that the, the, the Rosalanti have been chasing down fucking rock hoppers all across the belt for God knows how long. Avasarala can't move the 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 UN fleet. And the Martians can't use, move the Martian fleet into the belt because it keeps getting rock strikes at them, yeah? So the next episode will then take out that spot of ship. That will then free up the Navy. The Navy will then can go after to Marcos, yeah? Marcos has already hinted that he's going to fuck over the belters, yeah? Regardless of what he says, he, 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 when he had the conversation with the person on series, when they were talking about getting the agricultural stuff, yeah? And then he talks to his, who was supposed to be the Michio Park character, the, the new girl, and he says, I'll fuck him. And it's like, yeah. And he does that. He fucks over Palace Station, yeah. which turns the entire belt against him there, in the future. There's a change in him, though, isn't there? I mean, you know, he's walking around with this kind of almost godlike clothing. And he, he thinks very much of himself. And, and you see that in there. The actor is 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 phenomenal. I mean, don't get me wrong. Marcus Anaris needs to fucking die. But that's because the actor is doing such a good job of playing an absolute gun. No offense, but the guy is an mm. absolute grade A all star gun, <laughs> and and uh, he's doing it very well. But he's he he he, he he's buying into his own godlikeness, isn't he? Now with the with the clothing, which you didn't see in the previous um, yeah. season. That that that's an interesting change, and and obviously Th Philip is picking up on that. Um, 
No, I, I genuinely enjoyed the episode. As I said, my, 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 my only concern is there's only six. And the pace didn't feel like a six episode season. If that it will sense. it will it will it will pick up, don't worry. Yeah. I think the last the, yeah, the, the, apparently there are little mini episodes between I've got to figure out how to find them. There's something to do with the X ray function when you use okay. it. So I've got to okay. find them. As soon as I find them, I'll tell you how to, to tell you how to do it. Or if you find them, tell me how to do it too. Um, because there's little things in there because I have filmed other bits that to go along with it. Um yeah. Really good. I, I think that I think they're going to stick the landing. My gut tells me they're going to stick the landing on this one. I think it's going to be good. I think the last episode probably be an hour long. I think it reminds me of um, the end the end half of season three. Mm. Yeah, it's like that. Mm. It was quite slow to start with, wasn't it? It was all of a sudden you had the big thing with the proton molecule that came out, and all of a sudden there's this massive stop. And that was like midway through season three. You had that yeah. first epic half, and then you had that slow up to the end but then you had that magnificent final episode of season three that was just yes. epic um yeah no look i love it it's awesome um what happens in the last book gareth <laughs> oh we'll cover that in a second we'll cover that in a second so just to finish off with the tv series nice give it a watch for crying out loud you'll you'll, you'll enjoy it it's really good it's good um, i will i don't i, will, I, I don't think it. it's it, it, I don't think it'll disappoint you like uh, Game of Thrones will. Um, no, yeah. Nothing. Okay. And I mean nothing will disappoint me like the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones. Nothing. Yes. And that's a um, fact. <laughs> okay. I'm going to move on to the book. Hang on a second. So I bought the audio book of The Expanse because I didn't have any time to sit down and read. Um, so it was nice being able to have it in my ears as I'm working. And, and I got through it in the space of about three days. Um, and I was pretty much fucking constantly listening to the thing. Um, See, that's, a, that's a shame. I was hoping you had a physical copy so I could borrow it. Oh, sorry, I've man. not read I, any I, of the I, other books. And I thought, oh, do you know what? Maybe I'll borrow that one. If I can give you access to my Audible account, you can probably do the last three books. Because um, after the season... The... Yeah. Does it stick the landing? It sticks the landing, but not spectacularly. But let's okay. get this right. So all eight, nine... No, hang on. How many books are there in The Expanse? Season? Nine books. Right. So all nine books of The Expanse. So start, middle, finish, right? We've got the whole lot, right? Yes. And the winds of winter is still not fucking out, you lazy fat bastard. Sorry. Just had to say that. I think you've blown your mic, mate. Yeah, right. just uh, okay. destroyed it. I, I said the winds of winter. No, the, no, uh, the no, 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 mate. You, you, no, you've. It's a technical issue. You've just genuinely fucked your mic. <laughs> Not joking. You killed it. You need a new one now. <laughs> I think you. Well, he has got the other ones, but on my back. On my back. You're back, but you're gonna have to lean into it if you want to hear you. Because you, you, you might have. Just I really busted my mic. You've, I you're, think you, you might have. You hate yeah. the man so much. You killed your mic. I'd just like to point out that that George R. R. Martin has, has written an endorsement of the Expanse. So let's have a look, right? Just to, as as Keith lovingly blew his mic out over, the Expanse novelization happened between. The last book that George R. R. Martin wrote, and the one that he should have finished off five years ago. Yeah, the whole of the expanse. 
and might have the almost if if the TV series stops too, the whole of the expanse plus the TV series. So yes. Um. Anyway, last book. Leviathan. Uh, am, am I any better now? Has the audio come back? You are yeah, better, but you're kind of you get you get a little choppy every so often because, as I said, you might have just. Yeah, you might actually <laughs> Am I the mic calling him a lazy fat bastard? Yes, you, you, yeah. you, you did. Um, you put more gusto into that than he imagine. has. You put more into that than he has in writing the last book, Keith. Exactly! Fucking exactly! <laughs> but I, I remember when you were saying, oh, I'm just waiting for the, for the last book to be written, then I'll read it. And I went, mate, he'll never write that last book, and you'll be waiting. It will come out no, on his no. deathbed. But, no, someone will so, finish that off. So, yeah, and does, someone else does, will finish does it, it. Does everyone die, or 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 do they do no. they do they have nice endings? Does Holden have a nice ending? Right, Holden's the only one who doesn't get a nice ending. I'm oh, right what? Right. I'm right with well, that. Of he's... Right, Alex gets the best ending, and then Amos after Alex. Uh, I thought yeah. Amos died. Yeah, he did die. So how is he back again? Protomolecule. Know that dog? Know that dog? Yeah. Yes. It fixed him. Okay. Is there a it's dog? It's a repair drone. The dog at the beginning of that thing is a, not a dog. It's a repair drone. You give it something, it fixes it. It can't tell the difference between organic and inorganic, though. Yeah. So, in the strange dog story, which you should have read, Keith, should have read. Um, they have uh, to put I'm it. Getting there. All right, the little girl kills a bird, like you see at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, she gives it yeah. bread, and because it's alien, it can't eat bread. Yeah, and it dies. So she leaves it there. The dog picks it up, it takes it away, and then it returns it. And it's been protomoleculed and looks a bit weird, but it's alive. And the same thing happens to Amos. Um, there's a new character in it called uh, Tanaka. I can't remember her name now. She's um, this it does suffer a bit, of girl boss in the in the fucking thing with this Tanaka character, and she's like a Laconian that's um, chasing down. Um, she's trying to get back Winston Duarte because what he, what happened was is in the end of uh, the end of the first book, the aggressor species do something, and because Winston's connected to all the bright molecule stuff, it puts him into a coma. So at the beginning of this, Winston wakes up out of his coma and then disappears off into the woods and no one fucking sees him. I'm like, where's the, where, where he fucking gone? Yeah. So they send off Tanaka and Tanaka figures out that, uh, that Holden escaped with his daughter and that Winston would probably go and try and seek out his daughter. But Winston's gained some weird powers. He can do what um, what's his uh, Miller can do where he can project to people like a hologram. Ah, okay. So Winston, uh, so Winston can now talk to to his um, people and and whatnot, where where before you know it, it was it was a little different. Um, Elvia Coyier is try, trying to get some stuff out of the library, trying to find out where the protomolecule aliens buried their weapons because they didn't collapse the ring space to stop the aliens. They they left it running, which means they were planning on coming back. So they were planning on coming back and finishing them off the aggressor species. Do, so, do they get do they get sources or not? Well, the aggressor species. Yeah. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. All right. So Tanaka's now chase, chasing them down. They try to drop off Winston Duarte's daughter on a planet to, you know, send her off to some college to make sure she's safe and whatnot. But when they get to the planet, 
Tanaka and her crew are there and they get into a fight and Amos dies. Again. He gets shot through the fucking chest. Yeah, and to which Holden then blows part of Tanaka's face off thinking he's killed her because she's wearing a spacesuit thing. So a, ch- a bullet passed through her cheek and exploded. So there's this like, like red goo inside the visor. So you couldn't see it killed her. It looks from distance. She's lying still on the floor, face like it's like an exploded cantaloupe inside a spacesuit. So kind of got that 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 vibe. Yeah. Anyway, they 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 bugger off the planet and um, they decide to go and find Elvi. And then they spend lots of time with Elvi trying to figure out what's happening. Amos comes back from the dead because the proto molecule fixes everything. Yeah. And he starts having seizures. And what the seizures are is it's when Elvia Koya starts accessing this, this library where all the weapons and stuff supposed to be. So he starts having seizures and whatnot. Um, and at the same time, we've got uh, loads of people just, just freaking out. They're all using the, the ring gates like lunatics and whatnot. And the aggressor species um, have managed to wipe out one system just by turning everyone off. Mm. Yeah, they literally just shut down everyone's brain functions in the system and killed like a hundred thousand people off in one go. So they're like, wow. they're like getting, cl- cl- they look like they're getting closer to figuring out how to kill us off in one hit, which is like their goal. Um, so they're they're doing that. LV's now looking for weapons, and Winston's that. Anyway, all of a sudden the aggressor species kind of stops. Yeah. And then the gates all start glowing all across all the systems. And then everyone starts becoming telepathically linked to one another. Jesus. Yeah. So everyone's now starting to be telepathically linked to everyone. Um, LV and the others uh, and Tanaka and that decide to put the differences aside and say, look, we need to find Winston because I think he's doing this. Yeah. He's modified himself so he understands probe molecule technology he's doing this so there's only one place he could have gone that's the station in the middle of the ring space and that's the weapon that the probe molecule aliens left behind take care of. you saw him use it as a weapon destroying systems in the in the third series so they go to the go to the the station they try and get in and then holden has the bright idea of injecting himself with proton molecule so he injects himself with proton molecule and then something wonderful happens. A certain character comes back. Who? Miller. Oh. And I was like, and I was like, oh my god! And it's like, kind of, why did you bring me back? <laughs> he, just, he says, "Because I need your help." He goes, "You're the only person who could get, who could have got into the station." And he's like, "Oh, fuck! All right, fair enough." And he's like giving him grief and whatnot. And everyone finds it weird because when Winston Duarte appears to people as like this kind of psychically projected hologram, everyone can see Winston. But when Miller does it, only Holden can see him. So everyone thinks he's a little fucking mad, which is fun. So they go down into the ring station. He takes his daughter with him because she's like, I'm not going. I'm going to be a pain in the ass, this, that and the other. And it's like, all right. Or think twice about shooting us or doing anything if you're you're standing alongside a Tanaka, the evil bitch, girl boss, whatever it comes down with them too. And um, then they see that Winston has wired himself into the station. And what he's doing now is he's building up the power from the station. And what he needs to do is he needs to uh, how can it utilize humanity to create like a psychic wave to kill off the uh, aggressor species. Does he so he's trying to do that. Everyone is now getting to the point that the they're getting the, their memories are intersecting. So they're memorizing something, but it's someone else's fucking memory. 
Yeah, so it's like I was thinking about this, and it's like kind of oh, I remember when Stacy did that. Who the fuck is Stacy? Yeah, and they're all doing that. Yeah, so that's all that that shit's all happening. Everyone's freaking out. It's getting worse. Um, it's causing like kind of accidents and whatnot. And uh, Holden gets there, and it gets to a point where that they're, they're trying to get Winston out of the machine, but they can't. So Tanaka says, "I'm going to shoot him." He turns around, and goes, "If you shoot him, the station's going to take you apart." in red mist and put you back together to fill the gaps. And she went, you better fucking, <laughs> you better fucking, um, you better fucking win. Yeah, and then she kills, she gets redemption by killing Winston Duarte and disconnecting him from it. So then Miller, then, and, Miller and uh, Holden then get connected into the station. And Miller starts explaining that he was using it to, he needs a psychic wave because the pro-molecule aliens fought together in like a big network. Yeah. So they were like these weird jellyfish things that fought together and they had one giant hive consciousness, yeah? So the station used that hive consciousness to help help things out. Humans don't think like that. So Winston was then changing everyone. So Holden then gives it a go, yeah? And he goes and he reaches out and he's like, I think I can stop them. And now at this point in time, the aggressive species have breached the walls of the ring space and they're in the ring space. So they're in the ring space with the others. So where before it was just a gap between the gates, now it's actually the ring space because that ring space is in their space. They don't like it. So uh, what's it? Um, Holden and Miller and that are like trying to figure it out. And Holden turns around and goes, "If I do this, then I then humans will no longer be humans." He turns around and goes, "Okay, well, do what they weren't willing to do." And he went, "Really?" He went, "Yeah, do what they weren't willing to do." So Miller then so Holden then sends out a little communique. He says, "Right." Get to your gates and prepare to live there forever. Yeah, because I'm going to shut down the ring space. All of it. So they all bugger off. Um, Alex is sitting on the Rossinanti. His son has gone off to live on one colony. And he's turned around and goes, look, my, my son's on that colony. I want to be, a, I'm a granddad. I want to see, you know, my, my grandchild come up and that. So they go, okay, you can have the Rossinanti. So they give him the Rossinanti and then he gets to go off. And to the to the star system with with his son is, and he's like thinking to himself, "Oh, I could do surveys, this, that, and the other." And he's like sends a little he sends a little thing to go. He sends a little uh, all ship broadcaster. If there's anybody left on the ship, you need to leave now. Otherwise, <laughs> you're coming with me. <coughs> anyway, he he gets the gate. They fucking dupe you in a bit because they they make out the Rossinanti has a fault right towards the end as he's getting towards the gate. And you think he doesn't make it, but he does make it in the end. But it was just to, to fuck with you, to create a bit of tension, which I really didn't appreciate, but I understood why you do it from a storytelling perspective. So he disappears off and lives happily. Um, Amos and the others have decided they're going through the soul gate, so they're going back home. So they go through the soul gate, and Holden's last words before he claps the ring space, killing himself, Miller, and the uh, aggressor species is, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Are you going to do it? Fuck it. And then pff, everything collapsed. All the rings all shut down everywhere. Everyone's now stranded across deep space. Um, and then you have the epilogue, which is happens a thousand years later. It feels a bit Mass Effect 3. It happens a thousand years later. Some guy's launched a pod from Laconia to Earth. So he lands on Earth and he starts speaking Chinese to the locals. And this fella comes up, this fella that starts talking back to him goes, look, I don't want to sound rude or anything. My Chinese is shit like that. He goes, do you talk English? Because if you do, it's great. There's a bar down the road. We can go and get beers together. It's fucking Amos. 
which is how it ends. Brilliant. And it's uh, it. It's good and it's bad, and uh, I was expecting a bit more, but ah, fuck it. Wasn't terrible. Wasn't terrible. Wasn't great. But then again, I suppose maybe I built it up in my head a little too much. I was hoping for a bit more explanation. But then again, if you explain the aggressive species, they don't become as dangerous or whatever, and it kind of feels a bit hand wavy. So they kind of keep them as a mystery. They're referred to as the dark gods, though, which I think is probably the best term for them. Yeah. But I watched that and I enjoyed that. So that was the book. So yeah, it's well, I've spoiled it. Let's put the shit out of it. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot more so to I, it than that. Yeah, I'll still anyway. listen to them. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk lost in space. Right, Bill has put a comment, which I'll answer after we do lost in space. But um, okay, so uh, lost in space. Final season of Lost in Space because Netflix never go past three epi- uh, three seasons, which is fucking annoying. Daredevil for crying out loud! Yeah, they they don't usually. They have done on the odd occasion. Stranger Things, for instance, but, <laughs> it's because um, someone forgot to f- remember the three season rule. That's yeah. what it was. I will say <clears> this. <throat> I will say one thing, and it is my only criticism: um, is that this was a ten episode season that they shortened to eight because of COVID, and you felt it towards the end. Mm. especially the bit with the robots towards the end where where they work out how to turn the robots that was rushed and that mm. was you know that that was lengthened out and we know that they cut it to eight because of covid that mm. being said i fucking love lost in space and it was a satisfying ending um mm. um and I enjoyed the season. I mean, it was balls to the wall action the whole fucking season. There was not a moment to go, <gasps> you know, it was like, take a deep breath, eight episodes, now breathe. <laughs> yes. Um, and I will give it that. The the soundtrack and every and the effects and everything, it was it, it was it was an it was an eight-hour movie that was, and it was brilliant. I okay, mean, like I said, can, I, can I just own... go on? There was one bit that bug, bugged me in the entire series, yeah. And I wonder if it bugged you. There's a bit where they're on the crashed spaceship, the Fortuna, and they're cutting through the bar for the robot to get the robot free, yeah. The sound doesn't match the actions, yeah. That's true. Go and watch yeah. it, and I'm just looking at it, and my brain's going, There's something wrong, there's something wrong, Gareth, there's something wrong. And then I watched it, and it's like. Oh fuck! The sound doesn't match the action. It was really quite. It was really quite ex- that, excruciating to myself. That, but it was. <laughs> it was done really well. It. I loved it. Um, I loved that all the characters. That there was proper character development, and all the characters got 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 the payoff that they all deserved. I like as much as I can't stand the actress's name, Parker Posey. It just annoys me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she even, even the most annoying, irritating character in it managed to redeem herself at the end in the only way she could. And I generally, I, I liked that. I liked that the, the dad had a good ending. The dad wasn't a typical Hollywood dad, you know, bad dad kind of thing. The dad had a really good ending. Um, you know, all of them, all of them got a good, good payoff you know all of the characters 
Um, mm. And yeah, Nigel, if you haven't, you've got to watch this. You've got to watch it with the kids. It's really, really good. <laughs> um, well, it, uh, I've I've not... been trying to get them into uh, this. I, I think I've watched about four episodes uh, of the first series, um, but they're just not interested in that sort of thing. It's, so it's tricky. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, it's a shame. I, I, I... It is a shame. It's really well done, and there's some some bits in it. It's like the bit where they get Will back to Alpha Centauri, and uh, they take him to hospital, and they and they say to Don that only family are allowed in, and then he gets to the end, and they turn around and goes, "What are you doing?" Because his family thing. Because you're part of the family, and he's like, "Oh, brilliant!" And that's that that I liked because they kind of they they set that up and, and paid that off, and then the bit where the robot stops Smith from killing the uh, captain of the Resolute. Yeah, well, yeah. We, well, she was good because she's yeah. about to kill him, and he turns around to goes help um, uh, Doctor Smith or whatever it is. Yeah, and then she, it's like okay, and she kind of redeems herself that way, which was which was done well. And um, then you get that that lovely bit between her and Mooring in the in the prison cell. That that was good mm-hmm. as well, where she's like, mm-hmm. "When you get out, come and find me." And you were just like, mm-hmm. considering the 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 you know the resentment between the two of the characters, for that to happen towards the end, that was powerful. But she did; she saved Will, so um, in her own way. Uh, and that bit where she nearly kills the captain, yeah, and the robot saves her. There, there was so much. <laughs> there was a lot of character development. There was a lot of those little moments throughout this. It, Genuinely, it's one of those things where so many Hollywood series never end well. I think I can count the series that I've seen that have a satisfying ending on one hand. Breaking Bad is still up there, if, you know, probably at the top. That, that that the ending to that was really very well done. This is up there with that. That it it, it had that good ending. Yes, it left me wanting more, but that's what it should do. Um my only thing is, I think my only criticism is those last two episodes. I think was four episodes condensed into two, um, mm. and and I think they sped certain things up, and that was a slight shame. But under the circumstances, it still had that satisfying ending, um, and I liked how it ended. I, I genuinely did. I liked you know Will and the robot going off on an adventure, um, but having that. Everybody around the family dinner table, you know, and mm. uh, yeah, no, genuinely, Lost in Space is one of those little gems, I think. Yeah, perfectly. No, no I agree. And uh, like... yeah, yeah, I like the way it started, where you had all the kids, and then the fact that um, they went back to rescue the parents. And uh, Judy thought that uh, Dad would be fucking pissed off at her. He turns around and goes, "No, it was your, I gave you a command. You have got to do what you want with the command. If you say come back and rescue us, yeah, and you seem to have done a good job at it too. Well done." And it was mm. it was good because there's a bit where you've kind of you have always this this female empowerment bullshit that you've got in 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 thinking which isn't done correctly. Yeah, where there was Judy was arguing with a biological dad about using the autopilot. Yeah. And he, the, the dad's like, no, 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 we can do it manually. We'll do it manually because he's old school. Yeah, he's analog. Yeah, he likes likes the feel of the fucking stick and, and controlling the attitude and everything like that. 
She turns around and goes, no, 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 the computer can do the calculations and it can work this stuff out for you. Yeah, it's done us good so far, yeah? And he's like, no, no, no. And then she turns around and goes, no, I'm fucking turning it on. She turns it on, yeah? And because he can't see behind him, there's a fucking rock that smashes an asteroid into two so they can fly through it. Computer can see that, but he can't see that. And then he's like, yeah, you're, it wasn't like kind of, you know, like, oh, Michael Burnham, you're brilliant. It was, fuck, you're right. But they, he then, unlike a lot of Hollywood things where man bad, he mm-hmm. then gets his redemption in, I think, the eighth, uh, the seventh or eighth episode where he is able to help them with something. Um, mm. I think it was the computer or something that he knew that because of the thing. So he he gets that moment in the spotlight yeah, where he, not, he everyone, shines. Everyone gets a moment to shine. Yeah, There's not one person who doesn't get a moment to shine. It is more Will Robinson-focused than anything else. Um, I, but then I, it was I always, always like... Will Robinson-focused. The original series was Will and his robot, Danger Will Robinson, and they had to play on that. But each character got that moment, you know. Where, whereas you have so many women amazing to the detriment of the male characters, Doctor Who being the prime example of that. Mm. Um, you know, to empower the women, men have to be stamped upon. Where you get that female empowerment scene later on, that he gets to step in and go, Well, actually, I might have been wrong there, but I'm right here, and he saves the day, kind of thing. You mm. got that. There was none of this. There was a balance to it. People were equal. You know, there wasn't... Women weren't elevated to the to the detriment of, of male. There was none of this typical political gender bullshit that you get throughout all of Hollywood. This was genuine writing. This is how you do that kind of diversity. Yeah. I hate to use that word. But this is how you do it. Yeah, that, um, that is... You're right. That is... Because it's all, it's all positive. There's no yes. negative. It's not... It's not done in a negative way. You made a mistake, doesn't fucking matter. We're living. Mm. Let's carry on. Yeah. Pat yourself on the back. You were thinking right. Uh, that's what, how it is. It's like the the bit where, as I said, the bit where they were sawing the, the, the robot free and um, Penny's talking to her dad and she's talking to him about her boyfriends. So like, I don't know which one to pick. Like, Do I pick this one? Big hunky studge. Yeah. Great. Properly manly, or so and so, who's really sensitive and, and, and attuned to my needs. And his dad's, his dad's like, "What the fuck are you having this conversation with me?" Yeah. <laughs> to which he turns around and goes, uh, "Because you're keeping me distracted." He goes, "It's probably the first time she's seen him scared." Yeah. And because he's been so strong for them before, she figures the best way of dealing with it is to do what he would do in that situation. And I love that because the kids, the kids like hero worship the dad. Yeah, he's not a bad dad. He's hero worshipped. Yeah, the mum's got her, her issues. Yeah, but the kids love the fucking dad. Yeah, and they, they love the mum too, but in like kind of different ways for different things. But it was just, it's such a, such a nice TV program. You don't get many of it these was nice genuine. TV programs. It was genuine. It 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 felt realistic that that you know you you had the the eldest daughter had a problem with her mum. The mum realised that she probably did slightly resent the daughter for not being able to become an astronaut. They have that moment. They have that realisation. They move Mm. on from that. Things get Mm. better. Again, whoever wrote this is a human (laughs) and not somebody that's living in the Hollywood bubble where where morals are all quasi-unscrewed up, that that, that this has a moral centre. 
right? And and I think that's the key to this thing. Like with Star Trek Discovery, where Michael Burnham is the greatest ever, even though she's an absolute cunt. Um, excuse me, I know I'm using that word. A wrong, war criminal. She is. And a war, war criminal, criminal, Michael. This Michael Burnham. has a moral center. And and each character is not perfect. They, you know, and, and they have warts and they have bad bits, but they have good bits. And, and, and the father is not perfect, but he's not a bastard. He's a human. Yes. And, and each one of these characters feels human. And, and that's the thing I loved about it. And genuinely, I, 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 I was left wanting more. And that's what it damn well should have done. And, 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 and it did that. And, and there's nothing, I have nothing but really positive things to say about it. That, that genuinely, you know, I wish there was more of it. But actually, it, it completed well. And that's All what right. it should be. This this was a phrase I heard on, on one person who reviewed it said it felt like TV did in like the eighties with like Star Trek Next Generation, where it was like kind of yeah. supposed to be wholesome and family. Yeah, uh, and I, 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 I yeah, but more happens because that was my problem with Star Trek. Not as much happened as, as it should do, but more happens. So it does have that kind of wholesome <laughs> aspect to it. It's definitely a family orientated thing. There's there's definitely. You know, I could pick holes in in the technology things of like anti gravity, um, and and certain things like that. But oh, the fact that they were like bang on top of two stars colliding, the gravitational forces would have ripped them to fucking yeah. shreds. It's like, how yeah, do I know. They, there is so many things, but but the, the 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 thing is, you 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 forget about that because you are invested in the story, you're invested in the characters. And it's a rarity these days. And it, it stands out and it shines because it, it genuinely understands human emotion and humans. And it feels like people who are not... The people that wrote this have morals. <laughs> That's the only way to say it, but it's true. I, 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 I would tell, I'll tell you one thing. I would put fucking Judy Robinson in charge of this fucking discovery, along with fucking Michael Burnham. Exactly. And she's like, 20, she's like 21 with no experience, and she'd say no. <laughs> Two is the other part of it. No, I don't want it. No, 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 I think you could do a really good job here. Um, I, 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 I totally that, agree with yeah. you. I liked all the characters. I felt Penny had to end it because she was probably the only Robinson that was kind of pushed out towards. She's the mid awkward middle child. Yeah, so she was kind of pushed out, and I, they, they acknowledged that, and they went through that. All right, that was Lost in Space. Um, we've got a, a little comment, and we'll come back to that in a second. You're listening to the Monkey Nut Punch Podcast. Right. So, uh, Bofa, not Bilfer today, uh, Bofa the Hobbit. Are you guys excited for Spider-Man No Way Home? Will it pass one billion US dollars? And I'm assuming that's worldwide. Um... I am and I'm not. It's a weird thing to say because at the moment in the UK, um, the lot of them was fucking shut up shop before Christmas. I am well expecting them on the, between the 17th and 21st of December to turn around and say Christmas is cancelled. I am fucking expecting that based on no numbers. All right? Without going into the huge political point, at this time, at this point, it's becoming less likely. Um, <laughs> Um, and, yeah. and it's even becoming so, less likely that anybody's going to fucking listen to them, even if they try to. Um, especially with yeah. today's news, but we won't go into that. Um, three parties, uh, anyway. three 
Um, but anyway. No, there were five. <laughs> four. Oh, five, right. Five, but anyway, five to answer that question, I am. I know why Gareth isn't umming and ahhing, but I'm kind of really considering that it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood. I am really looking forward to seeing all three of those Spider-Men together because each one of them has a good Spider-Man quality, right? I know that you, you, I think Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was really good. I know you don't like him as Peter Parker. He's, he's, he, he nailed Spider-Man but fucked up Peter Parker. I, I get that. Um, I didn't mind him as much, but I like Andrew Garfield. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Tommy Gwynn. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing Alfred Molina back because he was the best goddamn Spider-Man baddie Hands down. Oh, it, um, first, first, first third of that film, they're fighting him, and then he will become the guy. Yes, and I think that's what. Yeah, will and happen. he's going to be helping them out. I don't know. I if yes. it is, it's one of the better kept secrets. But in theory, yes. considering that we've got every other one of the Sinister Six in the trailer, <laughs> I'd be surprised if he didn't, because Sony have well, had a Venom. boner for the Sinister Six. But Venom wasn't one years. of the Sinister Six, so sorry well, to be gay. Well, and he no, he wasn't. He no, was one not. of their no, but he was one of the ones of their Sinister Six because he was set up in the Andrew Garfield I, one as, as I, one I, of them. Anyway, anyway, I think he's going to turn up in it. I don't know to what extent. The one I want to turn up in it is Charlie Cox's fucking Daredevil. I think that's going to happen because we're we're getting we're getting the we're getting the Kimping in Hawkeye. I mean, talk about you know the big guy. Um, well, I wonder who that is. Who's the um, fucking big guy? <laughs> yeah. right, none, but saying that, but saying that, if it doesn't do that, I'm going to be so disappointed. Well, so you know, I mean, Just, based upon every other Marvel TV series, it very well could do that. But look, I mean, we'll we'll talk about Hawkeye because I. I I, you cannot not like Hayley Seifield. I'm sorry, but I love her. Uh, I know that people are bitching that 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 it's the what's her face, the Kate Bishop show, but I don't care. She's lovely. Um, but yes, Charlie Cox. That's again one of the worst kept secrets. It's going to happen. I hope. It, I happen. really hope it is. All right. If you can keep it within ten minutes, we'll talk about Hawkeye. Um. Yeah. Got. Can I you can keep, keep it, it within ten minutes? minutes? I can. I can keep it in my pants. I can okay. keep it. In All right, Hawkeye. Um, I've watched all four episodes of Hawkeye. I think the third episode is the best one. It may be the best one of all the Disney bits of TV that they've done so far. It felt like what I wanted. It felt silly, fun. The bad guy was the biggest problem in that because uh, I don't want to sound rude or anything. A one-legged deaf girl sounds like you're trying to fucking tick boxes. If you'd have had, uh, what's his face, Ben Poindexter as uh, Bullseye in it, yeah, that would have put the shit your pants factor up to 12 and that would have been really really good but there were some nice bits in it the the, the, the tr conversation on the train was funny that there was a heartwarming conversation in the um in the flat where she he can't hear because he's hearing aids fucked and she's sitting there writing things down and telling him and that's what i wanted from this entire series um the first two episodes didn't deliver that and then the yeah, next one is kind of it's kind of wandered off a bit, but I'm hoping it comes back to that third episode the way it is. I think they're setting something up, but uh, uh, Nigel, have you watched any more of it? What do you mean? Watched any more? Okay. He hasn't watched Have any of it? it. I thought this he is Nigel you're talking episode. about. 
No, oh, okay. he didn't. He was like, so he, you, you his argument you, was, I don't like Hawkeye. He's the boring Avenger. You've got to go watch it. But the third exactly. episode, right? The, the, her chief henchman, her right hand man, right? Is he like Jon Snow's brother or something? Because he fucking well looks like him. Mexican Jon Snow. <laughs> he does. He is. He's a Mexican Jon Snow. You're, you're expected to go, oh, I'm from the north. Because he, he's got that look. I mean, he really does look like his brother. Mm. Um, but I, I, I have to say, I'm kind of enjoying Hawkeye at the moment. Um, it has its moments of seriousness. But, you know, I know that the, the fandom menace are bitching that it's the Kate Bishop show, but I don't care because the actress that they've no, chosen to play her is just that it charismatic is, it, it works. No, no, no. It is the Kate Bishop show, and they're completely right on that front. Um, yep. My problem is care. probably with Echo. Echo is the bad guy. Mm. Not Echo, you. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry she doesn't that. know that. But, yeah, That's she's so the bad funny. guy at the Echo, moment. <laughs> but... It was shut up. <laughs> she <laughs> was over. It's game over, guys. The, the, the Terminators are coming for us. Get to your house. Get with Tinvention. Um, not. Oh, I've got a freaking robotic Hoover and it chases me around the house, but that's another matter. Um, it, it, it's um, I I knew that what's the face was going to turn up um, the Black Widow. Um, I don't know. I'm just enjoying it because it's silly. Um, I like it's, the. I like the I thing with I just want, That's what you want when it comes to it. You just want something silly and fun. That's a, yeah. But as I said, uh, the Echo as a bad guy, she just looks fucking angry. I reckon my son could take her in a fight. Yeah, <laughs> really I do. He just go right on the nose. I know, but it, but it he... just felt like such bullshit. I'm sorry that you could you've cast the wrong person. That's the one bit of casting you fucked up on because you were so keen on ticking those fucking boxes. Hmm. That's the only thing. Yeah, you're right. She's a bit annoying. Um, but the, the 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 action with the two of them firing off the arrows. And oh, and and by the way, she isn't the main baddie. The mum's a Fucking the mum is so dirty, it's untrue. Um yes. the mum the mum the mum is ee! yeah, she's dirty bitch. Uh she's working for Kingpin. Um and 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 we're gonna get him at the end. It's gonna be like the last couple of minutes. He's the big reveal is Kingpin. And mm. that's gonna be cool because he is an awesome bad guy. Um I'm hope I'm hoping it's not gonna be Mephesto like it was for fucking um WandaVision. No, it's not. Um, um I so... think we are gonna get the kingpin. I think they, they, there's too many there's too many rumors about this. It, it's it's like Andrew Garfield and Tommy Maguire in the fucking thing. The trailer, there's a bit where they you can blatantly tell, right, in the trailer that they fucking photoshopped out Andrew Garfield from kicking the fucking lizard. Because the bit where the lizard goes like that invisibly in the air, it's like, well, there's another Spider-Man there kicking him, which they photoshopped out. Like the worst kept yes. secret in Hollywood, Toby Maguire, and Andrew Garfield going, "I am not in the movie. I am not in the movie." Um... They might be, for all you know, they might have been doing voiceovers, and they might be CGI'd into the movie. So they said, "I was, I wasn't lying. I'm technically not in the movie because they don't need them to be actually there, but they do need their voices if that makes any sense." You yeah. need to so have they all might, three of them. That might be the get out clause. I hopefully all three of them are unmasked talking to each other. Um, oh, by the way, yeah. there is uh, Into the Spider Verse two trailer, and that looks good. Um, we, that okay. that I am excited for because I loved the first one. Um, but no, I I'm I'm kind of enjoying Hawkeye. It's silly. Um, the first two episodes were a bit meh, 
third episode did a lot yeah, to they redeem were. it. The fourth episode was I thought was okay. Um, it left me wanting more at the end of it. Um, she's actually, although she's you know not nice in because the Black Widow movie is bad. The actress again is quite a nice actress. She was in that um, wrestler movie and she was brilliant in that. She was in the um, <clears throat> the rest. Uh, what was it called? Something fighting with my family. Nigel, you've seen that because yes. you commented on it. Um, she's it uh, she's she's good in that. So. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. One thing, Gareth, that I've been meaning to say, because you two are into computer gaming, right? We're going on to gaming there is next. A, we, there is a cartoon on Netflix that I avoided, and then somebody said, you have to go and watch this because it's genuinely really good. Is this really, the League really of Legends one? Yes, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I, it really I is it. very, very good. 20 minutes in, I didn't bite. Seriously, I got Carry 20 on. minutes into it and it didn't. So I, I struggled. On. Yes, it League is... of Legends. Anyway, we said we wouldn't spend too long on Hawkeye because it's now it's Nigel's turn because we're going to talk about gaming. Unfortunately, the chat up. Oh, no, no, no. You've, you've missed the boat sail. No, no, I'm not talking. I, I, did you say... It's over the horizon. We can I mean, see it. It's a gaming it. thing. It's, it's a gaming thing. Are you going to talk about the Homeworld 3 trailer? Because I'll shut up if yes, you Yes, I'm going to do that now. This is the first pit. All right? <laughs> Fuck you now. I can't take him anywhere. I haven't seen this. All right? I'm just hoping there's no copyrighted music on it and everything is fine. So here we go. Homeworld 3. So Homeworld is a game I have never played. I remember yeah. that. I'll kick Gareth's ass on it. It's the only game. Dune that one time you're dining you off it. Yeah. The Diamond Schultz. Oh, I like these uh these the captions, they're great. Spinning a hundred billion stars. Oh, I put the captions on, let me turn them off. The song of the core. That music. I remember opening the gates. I have to speak because we've been looking at it a bit too long. Um, quick one. Uh, there's a mobile version of Homeworld coming soon, just uh, on the iPad yes, and uh, things. It's already on the. It's already on Android, but uh, not on iPad devices, which I have, which is annoying. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I need to rewind something. No, not so long. I'm curious as to which bit was actual gameplay. Enough. I'll show you in a second. Bit. Yeah. Unfortunately, that character's name is Karen. Karen's Jet. She was Karen's Jet before we had problems with Karen's. Um, right, hang on a second. 
where is it? Where is it? There's a bit here. It's just, I think it's just here. Oh, it's just there, right? Thunderous and Anti! Yeah. It's Thunderous and Anti! Thunderous and Anti! They're the kind of people who would put the Ross and Anti in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, this stuff here, Nigel's gameplay. Yeah. Is it? It's, 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 a, yeah. it's a space based 3D simulator. Um, and it's quite it's quite hard to wrap your head around. I I um, yes. yes, it was real time strategy, yes, in three in three dimensions. I, 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 and I spent a month and I'm not lying, right? The first game, he is way better than me at every uh, Homeworld 2 and the 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 the, the other the sort of add-on one. Cataclysm. But Homeworld One, I completed the last level in 45 minutes. Oh, Only because I comes. spent a fucking month, a month stealing 280 fucking ships, so I completed the final episode of the level in 45 minutes because I jumped in with 300 and something ships and just obliterated it. But it took yeah, a month. You <laughs> stole all the frigates off of the opposing side. See, uh, my, my, so one of my strategies was was when we played was a cataclysm. You had the beast, which was yeah, the you, you got, organic you one. You oh fuck! The right, beast. so right, so, yeah. So the beast, you get a ship, and the ship's like par partly organic, and you can create like cruise missiles, and they're like torpedoes. Yeah. So what I did is I harvested a ton of materials to just make a ton of torpedoes. And then kept a load aside to do a jump. Yeah. I sent out a couple of scouts. I found out where Keith was. I jumped in on him. I then unleashed all the cruise missiles because the longer they travel, the less power they have because they run out of fuel. Blew his ship to pieces. Yeah. In one fucking strike. It was the, 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 the definitive way of kind of beating him. Um, and that was because that, I thought that was a fucking excellent strategy because I was like, ah, oh, hang on a second. I know how to beat you on this one, um, but yeah, that's it, that's um, Homeworld. It, it, as a strategy game, it was good. It, it, it was really the good. first truly three D RTS that they made, and it was it was the story was good. The game was fucking awesome, um, and genuinely, the last two levels, there that I that uh, you could really come up with a million ways. They, they it was one of those levels where. There was no one answer. It was not linear. There was no one way of doing it. Um, and, and generally, he, many people came up with many different ways of doing it. I just spent a month stealing every fucking ship in there. <laughs> and there was a well, lot of them. I, I <laughs> don't Bill think... Yeah. No, go on. I was, was going to say, Bill for brought up a point. The, 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 what do you call it? The, oh, what are the, 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 the Empire ships in Foundation look like the Homeworld vessel the, the big sail so uh, he says Found it looks like the foundation should have been I said, yes i quite agree home world the game is influenced by among others foundation yes because there's other home world games there's a land-based desert-based rts game set in the home world universe um which feels very foundation-esque Book wise, not TV series. Um, for, for me, it's not a game I would buy because I've never liked RTS. But if it's on Game Pass, that is something I would definitely try. Well, that's a good point. I wonder if it is on Games Pass. I've done a quick Google, and at the moment, there doesn't seem to be anything 
It was. I think it will be PC first. It'll be yeah, PC I think so. It's on first. Steam. I, th- I believe it is going uh, yeah. to be PC and Mac because it was um, crowdsourced, crowdfunded. Oh, so um, it's unlikely so, to become. Um, but even so, I can play it PC. The, 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 this thing will uh, nice, Windows. Nice, mate. Uh, don't don't be too sure. They might want to try and squeeze a bit more cash out of it for the next game. So I wouldn't I wouldn't give up on it, but I wouldn't hold out too much hope for it. If that makes any sense. Hmm. Well, so we'll see. anyway. Anyway, let's move on to our next one. This was one was at the Game Awards, and it was a good bloody surprise. I wonder what type of game this is. <laughs> Warhammers have uh, different types of game. You got a. Oh, strategy one. So you got a shooty shooty one. When you when you see the name at the end, you'll know what first type of game it is. There's Warhammer Tactics as well, wasn't there? It's a bit like XCOM. So I get so annoyed with Gears of War because they fucking ripped the idea of the chain sword off. From Warhammer. They different sides. They're the, Not the aliens and him, but him and the bloke watching. No, that's the that's the the, the humans. So the marines are on the human side. The Astartes, what we're gonna call them? Are they chaos? No, no, they're ultramarines. They're the regular space marines. Don't know much about Warhammer, to be honest, but. So he just casually has four bullets embedded in his head. No, they're not bullets, they're implants. And now he gets some gameplay. I can flash. Now, there was a Space Marine uh, game a while back, which I really enjoyed the hell out of. And you got to the end and you found out that the Inquisitor was in league with Chaos. Because what it was is uh, the. Um, the goblin kind of thing. Orcs, sorry, thank you. The only ones who seem to enjoy themselves in this kind of situation um, were um, invading. But the uh, the chaos bits were behind. So it looks good. I do like me a bit more. I liked the Space Marine game. It was a really good game. I loved it when I got the fucking jetpack and chainsword and just, just, just flying around, just smashing the crap. Well, you kind of did this like dive thing where you flew down. I think they showed it in the track there too. Where you smash the crap out of the ground and do some serious damage. Really good, really enjoyable. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm just hoping it's as good as the previous one. 
I'm just annoyed because so many games have ripped off bits from Warhammer. It looks like Warhammer's copying them, but they've been around since the sodding 80s. So <laughs> it's one of those things. The, the, the Tyranids are my favorite bad guys in Warhammer. They're the organic kind of monsters. They don't go through the warp or anything. They just drift from planet to planet and consume all the biomass. It's fabulous. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I was hoping you'd, but I was hoping I'd get a little uh, little thing off you. This one here, I think you'll like, and then I think you'll groan. Star Wars Eclipse. I've seen this trailer. for it to start. <laughs> Is that real? Is that live action? No. Because it looks like it. It's not CGI. I can tell there's a weird, like, haze thing on it. Jedi's, Jedi's can only fight in epic scenery. Yeah. Jedi's are cool. Graphics do look good in this um, in this trailer, anyway. A, yeah, even if it's not gameplay, I do appreciate a good CGI trailer. Right, just just to point out, not Keith, right? Are they fucking Cylon Raiders? They bloody well look like it. I no. thought that when I watched this trailer. I mean, what are they? Voldemort. It looks like his face is going to split open, you know. All right. Come on, come on. He's taking his sweet time. Yeah. Right, now I'm going to upset. Right, I'm going to really upset you two. And this is how I'm going to upset you, yeah. So naturally, it looks like it's happening during the uh, Old Republic era, yeah? Sometime around about then. No, it's not. It's being set and around the new Lucas's fucking stupid High Republic. Or let's get High Republic. Um, yes, that does look like Baron Harkonnen's oil bath. Um, it's annoying because that's that, that oil bath made him look it's set terrifying. around the high republic i know but it did look like star wars the trailer looks kind of good 
but it's High Republic. But is it because that's the Jedi Temple from the Old Republic? So when is this? Um, I don't know. It's interesting, but it's probably yes, going to be. Cute. It's probably going to be lame. But uh, yeah, it does look yeah. like Baron Harkin's oil bath. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Do we do we know what type of game it is? No idea. I'm hoping it's if it's going to be like the what was the last one that EA put out with Ginger Fella. Yeah, I know the one. That uh, one. Um, if it's like that, then I think it'll be okay. I've forgotten the name of it, but it was but good. Oh. Yeah, it was the last good Star Wars game. Um, it, it, it was actually yeah, yeah, without any of that nonsense. But it, yeah, it was a very good game. That um, I like the uh, the setting. It was a, it was a little bit like um, uh, un, Uncharted in that respect, where you run around and you take baddies on, you climb and you jump and you do things, yes. you find stuff, and that well, that I like that. Yes. Okay. All right. So that was Star Wars. Now for a Sony Pony exclusive. It should be shorter. The land is dying. The machines are out of control. So, yes, that was uh, Horizon Forbidden West. They just showed off a load of fighting, all in game assets, all everything looking cool. Um, yeah, that, that looks genuine. I think that's fine. The problem is, is the actress doing the voice casting. And I noticed this when I play, went back and replayed it. She sounds like she's holding her face as she's talking. We must take out the bad guys. It's like okay, you can move, you can express with your face. She sounds like the actress on doing the voiceover is holding a face still. They were told to be stoic, not have a still face. I'm sure there's a difference between. Um, so uh, that's a bit worrying, and I and I, I need to review a face because last time we looked at the the, the character's face, they how uh, can I put it politely? Um, we're a bit chubby. <laughs> They're all chubmeisters. Um, so yes, that was. Hey, uh, if you've got a voice, it doesn't matter in voice acting, does it? What you look like. True, true, true. Um, does look interesting. I'm probably not going to buy it until it goes down in price because I ain't fucking paying seventy quid for a fucking game. No. Nope. So uh, yeah, Definitely this is what it. me stopping. Me, this is what's stopping me from using my fucking PlayStation Five at the moment is the price of the yeah. games. They have priced yeah. themselves out of my interest. Yeah, they I can buy. I I can get I get. I get about five of Xbox credit free from Microsoft because I've got some bits with them, yeah, every month, yeah? And I can buy games. Uh, I bought, I think I bought Red Dead Redemption for £18. Red Dead Redemption 2, sorry, for £18, yeah? That's kept me going for for ages. For fucking £18, that was four months' worth of credit and, a, and some change. Mm. Uh, yeah. But Sony, I think, are pricing themselves out of the market by making the things cost too fucking much. Yeah, literally, right. Sony are doing that because um, even when you've got 
a game on the PS4 and you want to play it on your PS5, yeah, you can play a PS4 version. And if there's a PS5 version, uh, an upgrade for that, they'll go, yeah, you can have that for the princely sum of, and then it would be upwards of £10 for the upgrade to PS5. But yeah. if you've got a, a, a version on the Xbox and you pop the disc in, it goes, ah, I see you've got the uh, Xbox One version there. Yeah, have a free upgrade. And you get the latest upgrade. And you get the uh, the Xbox you do series, you uh, do XS. with the you do with some of the PlayStation Five stuff, not all of it though. Yeah, so, it, um, it No Man's Sky is a great now. example. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right no at the very start, example, they did that, yeah. and now they've realised they can get money. I mean, I've I've got the um, Final Fantasy uh, whatever the last one that came out, um, and uh, the Final Fantasy Seven remake on PS4, which I, I I need to play. I haven't got it around to playing it yet, and. Then they brought out Integrate, but you have to pay for that. Like, yeah, uh, as I said before, they're they're pricing they're pricing themselves yeah. out of fucking out of the market. That's what they're doing. It's not not good. It's they not are clever. I, it's I annoying. Thought some... grid was too much, and then they start charging seventy, and I went, not bought. Oh, um, come back when it goes down in price. I, I the only PS5 game I own is the Miles Morales one, which I got. At the time that I got the console over a year ago, and that wasn't not, full price game either. It wasn't full price game. That was because it was an bought, add-on that was removed. Yeah, uh, I haven't bought a PS5 game or a game on PlayStation the entire time I've had PlayStation Five because of their pricing model. Uh, okay, all right. Well, let's let's just move on to our, to our next one. It's so funny because it's only PlayStation that prices themselves out. All the other third parties keep them roughly the same price. Yeah. yeah. Which is madness. Um, just a quick one. Not my Eli. She looks fugly. I'm hoping that, yeah, I need to check on her face because last time we checked her face, she did look fucking awful. They, they, um, they'd increase the size of her face from the yes, first. Yes, she had a great big giant face. Alright, yeah, so here's like, the next one. She's been feasting off her first series episode as as i said as i said if storyline wise that she has been sitting on her ass because she did so much yeah and she's got fat because she's been been able to sit on her ass because yeah hand and foot for saving everyone that makes sense and you know what i will accept that as a reasonable excuse because that is a reasonable excuse anyway let's move on let's move on to our next one my daughter a new threat comes to our shores and I must call you home. Restore what has been broken. Unite old enemies. Forge new bonds. You are a hero. But you can be more. So is this Vandalwoman? A leader. Yes. You are Wonder Woman. Done by the people who bought you Batman Arkham Asylum. Um, so that's uh, rock steady, if I remember correctly. So I was hoping Keith would go Wonder Woman um, <laughs> during the trailer, but he didn't. I'm very let down. I feel extremely yeah. let down over that one. Sorry. You kept um, it in. Well done. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. It's going to be one of these... Um, it's going to be same as Batman, isn't it? It's going to be Running around, hit shit. 
bit like Marvel Avengers, and that's that's all you can really do with superheroes is to have them run around yeah. and punch stuff. Um, yeah. You can't really, uh, you can't really go any more from from that. Um, and then we had the, there's two more trailers. This is the second to last trailer, um, and we'll, we'll wrap up. Um, we all come to a story with hopes and expectations, looking for an answer. Sometimes it would be better to live with that hope without ever finding a story. This is not the story you want it to be. This story will eat you alive. This story is a monster. And monsters wear many faces. Well then. Action! All right, I found you. Yes, okay. Alan yeah, Wake Two, fe featuring um, Jared Leto as Alan Wake. Now, if you play Control, there's a great add-on for Control where it crosses over Alan Wake and Control together in the same universe. Because what happens is, is in control, you have incidences where the universe kind of breaks down and the rules, normal rules, don't apply anymore. And they refer to these AWE incidents or incidents. And uh, where Alan Wake is in the story, the town and the rules of reality break down. That's an AWE instance. So there's a chance that the girl from control and the bureau from control might actually turn up in the Alan Wake thing, which I quite I think I'd appreciate if they did did bother uh, doing that because that would uh, show that they're kind of invested in like a shared kind of reality sort of thing. I never played the first one. It was before my time in uh, having an Xbox, but I think I've got it on my backwards compatibility. I think it's on on the Game Pass. So yeah. if you did want to have a little little go, and I might have a little go on it, Alan, wait. Uh, if I remember rightly, the only way you can kill them is you shine the light at the thing and then you shoot it. You shine the light at them and then that weakens them so you can then finish them off with guns. It's good. Um, I, I enjoyed Alan Wake. Uh, control, not as much as Alan Wake. Um, I think it was because the environment, everything just felt really samey after a while and you put like 20 hours into it. It feels the same. Yeah, so the Alan Wake, and then when I come across the Alan Wake bits, and then it woke me up because I was like, oh, same kind of, oh, everything was the same. And then you get to the Alan Wake bits, and you're like, hang on a fucking moment, I need a torch because <laughs> that's the only way you can take out the bad guys. All right, last one. This is the Suicide Squad Kill Justice League. When I think of the Justice League, I think of Wonder Woman. Superman! Wonder Woman! Green Lantern! You don't want to mess with that lot. But you, Barry, you're just the team mascot, aren't you, mate? The loser of the league, folks! The fastest man alive! It's the Flash! Flash is alive, and he's playing for Team Brainiac. I gave you orders. Kill the Flash. Or I'll kill you myself. Nothing can stop me. 
It's funny because that's from Rocksteady 2 and they look like they're, finish, they're finishing off next year, so they're already starting Wonder Woman after. Um, if the four player game play goes like I think it should, it'd be good. Yeah, four people doing that, um, trying to come across the old Justice League and take them out one by one. I'd probably put Flash and fucking Superman at the top of the list for the ones that would be the hardest to take out. Um, just because it's the guy that can fucking break your neck in the blink of an eye and you not even see it. Pretty fucking deadly. <laughs> yeah. Same go for Superman too with his with his speed. So he looked um yeah. corrupted, didn't he? Yes, he's been flesh. infected with um brainiacs and nanites. So he's been taken over. Uh, that's what all the other people in the in the city have kind of done. But I just love uh, it just looks it looks fun. Um I'm hoping it will be as fun as it looks. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it, it might, it might be, might be another generic three D uh, third person shooty shooty. Yeah. And in I... which case, could be boring. It's rock steady. So as I said, Arkham Knight, Arkham City, yeah. Arkham Asylum, pretty good games. Not for me. Didn't like them. I tried. I've got them. And I must have played about half an hour. I mm, don't like this. Deleted it. Okay. Uh, so, it, you know, what you like, not necessarily I like. But, you know, you okay. might enjoy it. All right. I, uh, I, I, think thought the Arkham Knight, I thought the Arkham Knight games were good, so this looks good. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I know I'm I'm probably in the minority with my view on the Batman games. I just didn't enjoy them. But other people really, really did. And it's one of their game of the year stuff, isn't it? So Every, mm. everything's small about you, nice. So Yeah. 
And on that note, I think it's time we wrap this up. Say goodbye. So, Keith, don't, don't you start anything. It's goodbye from me. This is a family show, Keith. <laughs> I wasn't going there. I'm saying you're small. I mean, you know, you went there. I, I was just laughing that, that... Okay, yeah, we can go there if you want. Um, anyway, um, bye. <laughs> Keith, go, bye. go. Bye. I find it amazing that uh, you two um, turned what I thought looked like an interesting game into a knob gag.